I'm Brendan Urich, the CEO of Electric Royalties, a royalty company focused exclusively on those clean energy metals really required to move the for, uh, world forward uh, towards a green energy future. Uh, we've got 21 royalties in our portfolio right now, one of those which we're uh, currently closing on. Um, we've got cash flow. We've got a number of royalties uh, that we expect to come into production next year. And um, over 400 million has been raised in the last 18 months. That's all going into the ground, uh, developing our assets at no cost to us, uh, thanks to the royalty business model. And um, it's exciting times ahead. We're about 40% lithium right now, and lithium prices are obviously you know, doing They're pretty doing well. well. They're doing well. <laughs> How are you? I'm doing good. It's good so to see you in person. It's really finally. weird. It's the first yeah. time we've actually met in person. Right? <laughs> I know. It's crazy. Right? It's, so it's crazy. Well, th uh, welcome to uh, London. Sorry about the weather. It's not our fault. It's just like that in Vancouver. Is it? <laughs> oh, that's good. That's good. Good, good. Yeah. Hey, look, you're, we're starting to sort of um, introduce you to a kind of bigger audience who are perhaps looking into royalties and trying to wonder, wonder what it stands for. Most royalty companies, as we know, precious metal focus, right? Yeah. You're not relatively unique in that sense. Are people getting the difference between a precious metal royalty opportunity versus the battery? I don't think they are. Um, you know, first, look, the pricing upside on the battery metal side is, is much more significant than precious metals. Right. Biggest average uh, price increase in gold on an annual basis. Yeah. I think it's 20% last 10 years. Lithium prices have gone from 400 a ton for lithium spodumen yeah. up to as high as 7,500 a ton. Yeah. And that's over the last kind of two years. You know, we bought most of our royalties when lithium was 400 a ton. Yeah. Our revenues expected are directly proportional to that. Um, you know, so that's a significant upside that you would never see, I don't think, in gold. Unless gold goes to, you know, 50,000, right, an ounce. Um, so that's one of the things. I think the other part is there's very few of these deposits. You actually need these metals. These are critical metals. They don't occur everywhere. You know, there's a lot of gold deposits. If you look at North America, anywhere, right? Gold deposits there, there, everywhere. You look at our portfolio, we've got, you know, Battery Hill, the only manganese district, all of North America, right? There's really one deposit. We have Sleetat. It's the best tin asset in the U.S. Several years from production, but there's almost nothing, you know, behind that. Five, eight years, probably, you have to look behind that. So these projects are you know, very unique. I think there's more impetus for them to get built. There's an actual need for these projects, um, especially when you look at domestically. Yeah, but, but here's the thing about you, right? Because you, you've been, this, the last year since we've been talking, yeah. the market cap sort of down here. You, you placed <laughs> yeah. all your bets a, a, a while back. Talk about contrarian investing, which we were a few weeks ago. <laughs> yeah, right? yeah, yeah. Um, before people kind of saw the, saw the need for this um, coming through, you know, in fact, one of the questions I used to ask you was, why aren't you in gold? You should be chasing gold. Like, no, we're not going to because of moments like this. When's the market going to turn for you, though? When do you think that's going to happen? Next year. I think next year. Because um, of what? I think we're, we're cash flow positive next year. Right. Uh, we have a royalty on the Oche Lithium Project. It's operated by Sona Mining. They've raised $200 million in the last six months. Yeah. And they're targeting production for Q1 2023. That'll be the only producing lithium mine in Canada. Right. Um, what were, what were they valued at when you first invested? So in? when we bought that royalty, Sona was about a $6 million company. What do they know? Uh, they're, they're close to $2 billion. Any thoughts? <laughs> Any special thoughts? <laughs> well, I, I've watched their market cap go 700, up $700 million on news on our royalty. <laughs> you know, so that's, that's 30 times our whole valuation. Yeah. And our royalties are right to the cash flows from that project. Um, and so, yeah, it, it does seem disproportional. You know, that's, that's one of 21 royalties that we have as well. Yeah. Um, you know, our latest deal was on a, on a tin mine. It's the only producing tin mine in all of Europe. You know, only producing tin tantalum mine in all of Europe. Uh, we got a royalty on it. It's only costing us, you know, a million dollars. 
Uh, payback, you know, should be around five years or so with a lot of upside from there. That's at like current yeah. in prices, you know? Um, so yeah, there's a lot of opportunity out there where you know, we're already getting the best assets in North America, Europe, and Australia um, that are gonna feed all the need that we have for these clean energy. Why, why haven't other people kind of rushed into this whole royalty on the battery side of things? They yeah. really haven't. There's they not haven't. that no. much going on there, right? No. <laughs> and is that because the battery mineral companies are not finding it hard to raise capital, therefore they don't need your type of money? Is that, is that the issue? There's some, some, some metals, I would say, are having more trouble than others, obviously. Lithium, nobody's having trouble raising yeah. money right now. There's yeah. lithium everywhere. Yeah. Um, you know, a lot of early stage stuff, a lot of stuff that is probably never going to make it, mm. you know, if we're, if we're being honest. Um, yes, yeah, it's, it's kind of crazy. I mean, the prices that those guys are paying are way more expensive as well, right? They're all competing on pressed metals. They're paying, you know, almost equal nav, right? Like yeah. <laughs> net present value, I will pay that. You're going to get that. We're paying, you know, much, much less than that, yeah. where our payback is almost on an annual basis. But, yeah, I was about to say, the, the thing with the royalty companies is you kind of got to time the market, right? Yeah. yeah. There are moments where it really, really works for you, and there are others where you're competing for the type of, like a dollar is a dollar, right? You can call it what you want, but True. It, companies are saying, I need some money. Yeah. I need it to be either non-dilutory or at least majority non-dilutory. Everyone loves non-dilutive financing. Right. <laughs> and you can put a royalty sure. on anything. So sure. it, it is great. It is weird that there aren't more groups doing it. Yeah. Um, and there's a real need for it, I think, to move this uh, that doesn't help forward. you. That's my point here. It doesn't yeah. help. If there's more of it, people can understand it a little bit more. It doesn't more, help. Yeah, yeah. Right? Yeah, yeah, there's yeah. no peer analysis to be done yeah. because it's not quite We don't have peer. any peers, really. Exactly. Yeah. exactly. Yeah. peers, right? Yeah. So, and then that's, I think that's maybe makes it harder, harder for you, right? So, morning, what do you, what do, you do about that? And obviously, you're around here. You, you, you're meeting people in London. Um, yeah. And people are kind of... But you were telling me, are they, they're getting what you're doing. There's a lot of big money that's, that's starting to move into the space. Yeah, but they... Yeah. But they but, Okay, they're perhaps looking at you slightly differently from an equity play. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? Because yeah. it's we're like a longer-term a... play. You know, we're we're much safer. I would say we're much more secure. Right? We're uh, we don't have to put any more money up for any of these projects. Right? So we put up our initial capital cost. That's it. We have no holding costs. We don't put the development costs. Mm. We're not on the hook for capital costs. Right. When they build the mine, when they're actually in production, our operating costs are zero. So. It's very low risk, and most of our royalties run with the property. I get all that, but yeah. what, what I want to understand is how do you make yourself defensible? Because right, right now, yeah. quite frankly, if I'm honest, I think you're a takeout target because you're so cheap, yeah. you're crazy cheap compared to what's coming down the line, okay? And you've got to say to your shareholders, don't get tempted by the short-term quick money yeah. because, quite frankly, we never did another deal. The upside is... X. <laughs> yeah, well, I, I don't know if I can actually say that. I know you can't say <laughs> but, that. But, but yeah, so we were to do absolutely to. nothing. Yeah. You know, I believe we're cash flow positive next yeah. year. And you look at where we're five years out, um, you know, our cash flows could be equal to our, our current market cap. Yeah. You know, and our, most of our assets are very long life assets, you know, yeah. from, you know, 20 to, to 47 years in some cases. Yeah. Uh, so these are going to be paying us for a long, long time to come. Right. Um, and yeah, I mean, it's it's it is it's kind of a tough position we're in right now. It's a really now. tough position, but uh, it's something it's ob it's obvious when we're looking yeah. in that potentially that's how you're being viewed, right? Yeah. But I can also see that potentially you can flip flip out one or two of these these royalties if you do need the cash, yeah. Because it's just an annuity stream at some point for for you, right? I think yeah. Well, that's that's the thing. Family offices really understand royalties. Um, they're a really safe way to to deploy your capital and uh, preserve that value. You know, in the end of the day, it's tied to the metal in the ground. So when that comes up, you're getting paid. Yeah. Uh, if it's not, it's going to be at some point, and it'll probably be at higher prices. Right. Uh, but they're very long-term recurring cash flows, and you don't have to do anything to manage that. Um, 
you know, there's no operating costs or monitoring costs to that. Uh, so they're very safe. Yeah, they're long-term cash flows. And I think when you look at this space, we see a two decades opportunity. Yeah. Um, and that's that's kind of the exciting thing. Like the real crazy thing is average development timeline, 15 years, right? Mining. First thing we did is go through all these different metals, which not many people, you know, really pay any attention yeah, yeah, yeah. to. Even zinc, which is a huge market, 12 million tons well, a year. Well, it had been fairly erratic and been a few blow-ups yeah. in the market. <laughs> yeah, so it doesn't exactly. really help, yeah. and China didn't help. You know, so yeah. lots of reasons why people weren't. But it sort of makes me intrigued as to why you did. Well, when you look at that 15-year development timeline, you look at the projects out there that could fill that gap. If you can see projects that are 10 years ahead of the other projects, just from a development point of view, right. and there's only five or six of them, those are going to be the projects that meet that supply because yeah. the other ones won't have a chance to catch up. Yeah. And so that's what we've really done is we've, we've gone out and picked those kind of most advanced assets, those best assets uh, that will be, you know, really needed and will be the only ones that can fill that gap. You can't make up the time, you know, yeah. uh, from underinvestment over the last kind of 10, 15 years we've had. But here's the thing I always want to sort of discuss with royalty companies is yeah. like it, it, there was a moment when it was a new idea, a new concept, right? And, and, and I've said to you, because I've sat the other side of the fence, which is like, you know, I'm serious of a company. I just need some money. I need the dollar. You call it what you want. I want to understand the cost of that to me. And I want to understand the, 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 you know, some of the terms associated with it. But you and I are going to negotiate what those terms are together. We're big boys, right? Yeah. Um, do you think royalty companies, because of what I said earlier, that you've got to time the market, right? There's a time when royalties make sense, when people are desperate for alternative financing juniors um, to kind of get their projects moving for a long Right now, it feels like there's a lot of cash around. It, it just feels like there's a lot of cash around. So do you think royalty companies need to reinvent themselves a little bit? Because money's money, right? Oh, you know, to a degree. I, I think our business model is great, honestly. And, and I think we're lucky to be in our space not competing with anybody right now. That's great. Um, you know, but, but who's asking you for money right now? Who's asking us? Yeah, oh, we have. You got a deal flow? We got like 50 deals if we wanted to. Okay. Yeah, if we had the money to do it and our valuation made sense. Right. So, okay, well, let's talk business. So, yeah. if you wanted to do them desperately, you, you say you'd go and find the money to do them, right? So, when you've got 50 deal, deals on the table, let's yeah. say, uh, let's, let's say maybe 5% of those are something that you may want to look at doing. How do you go and get the money to do those deals? Because they make sense to you in this market. Yeah, so that's, I mean, that's the challenge. <laughs> it's really about doing that accretively. Um, our valuation where we're at today is about 25 million. Mm -hmm. I think there's a number of royalties in our portfolio that on their own, you know, kind of make that look a little bit weird. Uh, and so that, that's really the challenge because our valuation is, in, in my opinion, <laughs> really hard. So it's hard to raise equity. We won't raise equity exactly. at these prices. That won't happen. But there, but there you go. Let's, yeah, let's, yeah. let's, let's get creative yeah. here. Because if you look at people like, like uh, Queensland Capital, they, they kind of love to throw a convert at, uh, at a company or two. Yeah. What I'm saying is, do royalty companies need to reinvent themselves? Meaning, do you need some more products in the portfolio to be able to deploy capital across different time frames? Yeah, we've looked at it potentially. I think the nice thing about royalties is really just that longevity, you know, and that uh, low maintenance where... Uh, you don't have to do anything. Sure, but you, you know? can tell it from the beach in Hawaii, right? So <laughs> you know, you there are moments we, where... <laughs> we, we could, I could go to the beach in Hawaii for the next five years. It yeah. might be the best thing that ever happened to the company. Yeah. Um, because our, our future looks that bright. You know, right. We probably have a thousand people working on our projects right now. Yeah. There's hundreds of millions of dollars going into them. Yeah. Um, and all of that costs us nothing. And that's, that's really the beauty of a royalty company. It's long-term stable cash flows. We're already diversified across 21 assets. Mm. We're diversified across nine clean energy metals, all of which have... You know, exponential growth looking forward. Mm -hmm. um, and so it's really, and, and we're in good jurisdictions, right? We're in, 
you know, mostly North America, Europe, mm -hmm. and Australia. Mm -hmm. So from a risk profile perspective, you know, you compare that to a relative single asset uh, development company. Um, you know, and it's really, it's really hard for me as someone who's, yeah, I'm all in, right? I'm, I'm like one of the few CEOs. I'm 95% invested in the company. Myself and my family are very large shareholders. Yeah. Uh, we own about 14% of the company. Um, and so, you know, to put family money in, you know, something that's safe, right? Where it's hard to imagine. We're not hedged on any one asset. We're not betting on any one commodity. Mm -hmm. uh, we're not betting on, you know, where battery chemistries go, which technologies might come. Yeah. You know, these metals are going to be crucial for a lot of different reasons, you know, whether it's renewable energy, electric vehicles, batteries, electronics, our way of, you know, life in the 21st century. Yeah. You're going to need a lot of these metals. And so we're, we feel very comfortable about going out buying royalties on these deposits, knowing that these are going to come in production at some point in the future. Um, there's just nothing behind them, right, over that timeline. Yeah. Okay, cash flow positive next year, and I yes. guess you'll, you'll start issuing guidance at the points where you feel a bit more comfortable or, or can do that because the companies will give you the data to... Yeah, so it's, like, well, a lot of royalty that. companies do streams because yeah. of the on the basis that they can forecast cash flows because yeah. it's basically like debt. You're basically demanding they pay you yeah. a certain amount. Royalty is a little bit more uh, tougher to do that from a projection. Yeah, um, you know, and that can work both ways. Where sometimes yeah. you're making more money than you thought, sometimes you're making less. Yeah, um, and and that is one of you know the few things that's kind of tough about royalties. So how, so how do people? How do people like if I'm a, re, a retail guy looking yeah. at this thing and going right? You've got no peers. You're in this space so far. You you kind of cornered that that bit of the market. Yeah, well done. But I need to value you. Most world companies say, well, value us on our revenue. Yes. So there's a good there's indicator, a, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah. You're going to be the same, but what else is there to it? So there's, there's two ways really world companies are valued. So one would be off cash flow, um, and the other would be off net asset value. Mm. I think that's much more appropriate for where we're at today. Okay. Most junior world companies trading about one times NAV. Yep. Uh, if you look at our portfolio, yeah. it's really easy to do a gross revenue calculation, right? What do you expect from our royalty? It's royalty rate. Most of ours are gross revenues, so no deductions. Yep. Times that by the production of yep. the mine that's yep. expected. Times the metal price. That's it. That's our annual revenue that we expect. And so it's very simple. It's three, oh. you know, three numbers. Our royalty rate's up there. Yeah. Um, and so from that, you can really understand how much cash flow we expect on a year. You discount those cash flows back on our assets. Again, yeah. Pick, pick a number. Again, yeah. Well, pick a, pick a number. well look, right. I mean, I, I take Battery Hill as a great example, right? right. On that royalty alone, it's 47-year mine life. It is the only real source of manganese for the EV space in North America. So there's a little bit more, you know, push for it to come to production. Yeah. We're expecting that's going to pay us anywhere from U.S. three and a half to five million a year. Yeah. So over a 47 year mine life, you know, you're looking at over 200 million U.S. cash flows. Yeah. And here we are, we're sitting at 25 million, you know, company. Yeah. You're expecting you know, one asset of 21 that we have. But, but there's a need, there's a need. Like yeah. I, when I start asking you about alternative ways of raising capital, right? So. Um, you, you could you could sell that in your stream of cash, right? Yes, we could. Right yes. now for a lump. They, you, I, I don't want you. Well, like private, equity, <laughs> private equity, private equity valuations are crazy. Yeah, yeah. Right? yeah. Okay, they're so much you, higher. Yeah. Yeah. So we, you know, if we, we if we were looking, uh, well, we used to do it in the retail uh, real estate business, the North Americans call it, you know, whether we kind of pay maybe anywhere between twelve, fourteen. On that, yeah, right? and you're like, yeah. okay, yeah, we'll, we'll take that. Well, <laughs> Off we go. yeah, okay. that's why. That's but here, yeah. I don't know because there's no peer analysis, there's no way of working out how, what you know. I thought I tried to help the market understand that when I, I signed that deal on Seymour Lake. Now we didn't ultimately yeah. go through with that. Yeah. Lithium prices were going much higher. Yeah, uh, they doubled the resource, you know, since we signed. So we didn't end up closing, but that was a royalty we'd bought a year earlier. Basically, mm. we paid a million dollars in shares, mm. and we were going to sell part of it for four million. 
uh, you know, basically 12 months later. Mm. That, I was doing that to partially show what the private equity groups out there are, are, yeah. are showcasing in valuations. Yeah. I mean, I wish I could just, you know, do what they do. And hey, here's my NPV. Hold, hold it up to I camera. want this. Yeah. Yes, I want this price, you know. Yeah, yeah. Uh, we're a public company. Everyone, you know, we're kind of stigmatized yeah. by that fact. Oh, you're public. That's what the valuation is. Yeah. Uh, but the fact is there's, there's a disconnect, I think, between right now what private equity groups, family offices, yeah. groups that want to hold these assets um, and, and where public valuation is, you know, especially because we do have no comps. Yeah. It is tougher for people to understand, but the market is even bigger uh, than people realize. Right. Okay. Look, it sounds, it sounds like you, you are where you want to be. I'm intrigued. If, we, if you come back on, I want some ideas around how, how do you guys play more of the time rather yeah. than sitting on the beach in Hawaii <laughs> yeah, well, waiting for this wave of money to come in. Right? Yeah, so, so that's what I'm intrigued we're, by. So we're working on a, a few things that I think might be interesting. I think there's right. going to be some very unique acquisition financing options. Right. Um, you know, we, we do add royalty or options onto a lot of our royalties which would allow other groups to actually hold physical royalties if we were to pass okay. those on. So there's going to be some unique ways to do stuff Good. as more money comes into the sector. And you're starting to see that. Right. Where you've got uh, some, some, like a lot of big families that have money from different industries. It could be coal, yeah. oil and gas. Yeah. You know, uh, we had some from, you know, different walks of life as well. Yeah. But looking to deploy capital to what's next, right? Those are sectors we're cannibalizing over the next kind of 20 years. Yeah. Clean energy metals, that's definitely one way for them to deploy it. And I've been expecting it for a while. I think we're finally starting to see, you know, that show up as we move forward here. That's exciting. That's exciting. It is exciting. Yeah, yeah. there's a lot of... Genuinely. Yeah, well, there's a lot of opportunity out there. Um, the crazy fact, though, is that we're still, you know, we've only raised $10 million to date. We've put together this, you know, amazing portfolio. And we're buying royalties on the best assets right now, yeah. helping fund the only tin producer yeah. in Europe. Yeah. It's crazy to me that there's no other money out there doing that. Uh, but, yeah, but this, this, so I was about to wrap it up, but I'm, I'm now not yeah. going to. Because look, I, I think uh, for you, or an organization who's got one product, it's a one-trick pony, right? It's got one product, right? Well, it is, to yeah. be able to walk into a company at any point and say, I can possibly resolve your funding issues. Here is some, let's, let's call it structured finance yeah. conversations we're willing to have about that. Obviously, that changes your... Remit and it changes the conversation that shareholders would, and I'm sure the exchange will have a conversation about it too. But it, it, that's that's super super exciting when you recognise some of the challenges that the companies are trying to solve, and just through simple structuring, you you can you can resolve those. It's and it's a different company, yeah. But in in moments like this, there there are opportunities to be taken advantage of. I think I think royalties are a great way for financing and mining. You it's know, a good start. Well, if you look at if you look at debt financing, uh, it's it's really tough for mining. Mining timing, right, is a big issue. Yeah. You can't guarantee timing. So debt, I think most, almost every debt financing ever done in the mining space yeah. has been refinanced. You know, at some point, might have been six months in, twelve months in. Because it's less ideal at the less ideal. time, right? Yeah, and yeah, so okay. and then they end up t you know taking over those assets. Those assets are then you know stuck for a period of development. Equity. It's a very capital-intensive process as well, right? And so equity is very tough when you have to keep going back to the markets and valuations as they are, especially in a market like this where liquidity is low. Mm. Uh, royalties are fantastic. It's a win-win for both parties, you know? At the end of the day, we're going to get paid out over the longer term, yeah. but it's a much safer way <laughs> of no, doing no, it. No, I, I get it, but if you're, um, if you're dealing yeah. with family offices, they've got a bit more flexibility because yeah. it's individual decisions, usually with single family offices anyway, where you know, they're prepared to have different structures in, in place or at least let their capital be capital be used in different ways, which are a little bit more 
unusual, unconventional compared to well, clearly straight equity, but definitely on the debt side. Yeah. So that that's what I find intriguing. If the conversations you're having with are with family offices, you may find yourself in that territory. Well, the ultimate goal is for us to be able to dividend out our cash flow out back to investors, right? And so, you know, I think most investors would love it if then when they invested in the company, yeah. they were actually buying rights to the cash flow of the company. Right. And that's exactly what we have. And, you know, very specific rights set out about that. Um, and ultimately, we plan to dividend that cash back to investors at some point. Sure, Once we can get, you know, enough, uh, enough size, that'll happen in the next, you know, few years. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, I mean, I think that's a, it's a much better, uh, you know, way of getting exposure to the space, in my opinion. Yeah. It's much uh, safer, right? You don't have to go in, pick individual commodities, individual management teams, individual assets. You know, mine's a pretty risky space on the overall, if you have to do that on a single basis. Mm. We're 21 assets already, you know, we're gonna keep growing. Mm. Uh, our GNA is very low. You know, if you build a mine, even a small mine, you might have to hire 75 people full-time. It's a lot of overhead. Yeah. You're now committed, you know, yeah. Production shuts down for a month. You're in trouble. You're in the, you're in the <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. game, right? Yeah, you, yeah. you take on debt. They might take you over. Yeah. Uh, whereas we really have none of that. You know, um, if that group does go under and the debtor takes over, our royalties typically going to survive. Yeah, and we're still going to get paid. So even in a worst case scenario, we're still going to be okay. It's just deferred. It's deferred. Yeah. It's good exciting, to see you, Matt. Exciting times, man. Yeah, exciting times. it is. So I appreciate it. Uh, well, good to see you here in London, obviously. And um, stay in touch. I know you will. I will, yes, for um, sure. And yeah, I'm glad everything's sort of moving towards positive cash flow next year. 2023 is going to be our year.